The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sharp got it in the corner. He's trapped. I like it. No foul. But they find Juwan Roberts all alone at the other end. Terrific patience that time by Emmanuel Sharp. Did not panic. Here's Thomas for three. And time runs out on the Bearcats. Houston extends their win streak over Cincinnati to 10 games. They're the first in the Big 12 to eight league wins. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. ESPN courtesy of the call. And like, I, I won my bet on this game, and the end game was like the final two minutes of game time was like a half an hour. It was a stru- stupid sport sometimes. Also, I loved it. And I won with Cincinnati. It was really great. Uh, you better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. We'll get to the National Football League coming up in a moment. Ken has already donned his eight buckets hat. Mine is, uh, mine is right here. I'll put it on in a second, and we'll talk some National Football League here on the show. But a couple more Saturday spots to go over here because I'm off tomorrow. Just some games that I'm already eyeing for the weekend. We already talked about Tennessee and Bama. I'll bet Tennessee at the death right before the game starts on Saturday in Tuscaloosa. Let's talk about Houston's game, Ken, against Oklahoma on uh, on Saturday. So I went against Houston with Cincinnati after like a couple games of betting on Houston. So now Houston travels to Norman to take on Porter Moser and the Sooners. What uh, what do you have here as the projection for the for this game? Like what 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 does Ken Palm make this right now? This is uh, this projects as Houston seven on the road. I'd be curious if uh, probably look the opener is going to be really close to that. Almost certainly, I don't think there's injury stuff with either team right now. Um, so it'll open close, and then it's just where does it go from there? What would your? I mean, you uh, you probably have your finger on the pulse of these teams way more than I do. What would be your best guess about like if it opens six and a half seven? Like what would happen at that point? Um, would we would we see money on one team or another? Would that would that be about what it closed at? Houston's been such a good regular season team. What would be your guess there about like when you would want to make the bet you'd want to make? I feel like Houston um that gets bet out in basically every game. Sure seems like it. 
so even on um even the other night against I, and like the, it didn't really move them. I think it may have closed fourteen the other night after it was thirteen and a half for most of the day. But Houston definitely got bet before tip off. Like it was thirteen and a half, fifteen. It may have closed fourteen. Um, so my sense is maybe it opens like seven and Houston will get bet. Maybe not like a ton, but I think that did Baylor get bet? They did. A, did they a little bit? Three to two they and a half. Something gotten, like that? But but Houston got bet up. I think in that game, and then Baylor got bet before tip. Okay. So a little different. There wasn't like a consistent uh, direction in terms of like which way the, the market was moving. There was kind of some disagreement. Yeah, because obviously that would be the last road game, right, that they played. The Cincy game was at home. Yeah, so just as like a, and like a really, really, really strong team. I'm trying to see like what other game they played at Cincy like two and a half weeks ago. I don't remember the market for that game. Um, yeah, like a, a, in general, they've been a play on team. That's like, that's like kind of a funny one with, uh, with you have like such a good team and it's a, it's weird, especially in major conference play with like a, a pretty good opponent on, at home. Like you don't see a seven very often in a game, like just like a funny, like a funny market. Like, look, Houston played in the American, they were 20 on the road against a bunch of those teams. Like it just was a, it was, you know, men and boys in terms of like, just the difference between the teams. Yeah. Like Oklahoma hasn't played very well. What do I think would happen there? Um, I bet you'd get a close, pretty close to that. Just like, this is a pretty shallow analysis, but just, yeah, it'd be my best guess. Uh, I did not think, and like I've been betting Houston a bunch recently. Um, I bet them against Baylor. They're probably lucky to win that game, right? With Baylor breaking some free throws at the end of regulation and then Houston pulling sure. away. Um, at overtime, Baylor dominated the second half. And like Houston was never going to lose to Cincinnati. Like they were up like the entire game, basically, like within the range of what the point spread was, which was 13 and a half. I think Cincy ends up losing the game by eight or nine. And I, I watched it because I, I bet the game and I ended up watching a good amount of it. Like Houston's awesome. I don't think it was like a great performance by, by Houston. So Oklahoma last night loses to Iowa State. They lose by 13. They. They can't make a bucket in the game. They go 3 of 17 from downtown. They score 45 points. I think Porter Moser's still a really good coach. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back Oklahoma here in this game, Ken. I'm going to take the points with the Sooners on Saturday against Houston. May God have mercy on my soul. But that's, a, that's the yeah. second Saturday spot. Okay. What do you got for number three? Uh, so this one will be the contingent. And I looked before the show, and I think Tyler Kolick's going to play on Saturday for Marquette. So he left last night's game, Marquette's blowout against Providence with an oblique injury. I think I saw reporters say, like, not serious, like definitely expected to play. So Marquette travels to Creighton, uh, played on both these teams last night. They both won in blowout fashion. Creighton destroyed Seton Hall. Creighton's obviously a great home team. Um, both these teams are really good. I'm fascinated what what like, what like you think the market open will be here. Um, uh, no one's going to be surprised here. I'm betting Marquette if Kolek plays and he's healthy. Yeah, so these teams are have been pretty evenly rated, I think, most of the season, honestly. Uh the I was gonna see. Yeah, so they, they played and the, the first meeting between the teams probably doesn't tell you a lot. It was uh, you know, two months ago. Like literally it was in twenty twenty three when they played the first meeting. Uh and it was obviously at Marquette and they beat Creighton by five. Um I think well the look, the the Ken Pom number for the game, look, Creighton has a really strong home court advantage. The number is Creighton by four. Um, I think the interesting thing will be like, so Kolek's going to play. We say that like kind of, we think that's what it's going to be. It doesn't seem like it's a big deal. Like, does it open a little more with the idea that he might be less than a hundred percent of the game? That would just kind of be my idea. And you have like a team with a really strong home court anyway in Creighton, like maybe does it open four and a half, five to kind of account for like what people just watched in the last game. That would be my only thing on this one. Um, 
another game where I think you would like people would like the home team a lot at these kind of numbers. But yeah, figure like open four, four and a half, maybe a little more to account for like Cole, like uncertainty. And then that can easily like just get bet back down when it seems more likely that he's going to play and it's not a big deal. Yeah, and, and I, I'm not saying I'm definitely going to bet Marquette. If he's like full bill of health, like definitely going to go, then I'll be interested in the Golden Eagles in this game on Saturday. And the final one, and this one I'm a little iffy on, and I'm curious your opinion here, just kind of like what do you think on like first, first blush and like if Tyler, sure. I think Tyler's like feeling it. Tyler, if you want to pop on and tell us your early thought on this game also, feel free. Um, big game in the Big 12 on Saturday in Waco. Oh, well. as Baylor As Baylor hosts Kansas, Baylor will be coming off the win against TCU on the road in Fort Worth. Kansas coming off losing at home to BYU. So what do you think we'll see with Kansas at Baylor on Saturday? This, uh, (laughs) it's so funny. Like I, I don't, Oh man, I don't watch nearly as many games as I used to. So sometimes the projection will even surprise me with like, I, I always hold Kansas as like, like my mental rating for them is always just a little higher than they probably are in some of the years where they're they're down where i was like like really that would be the number with kansas really um the 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 ken palm number is baylor by five and uh <laughs> man i i just i think I'd, i just on site i think i'd like kansas at that kind of a number and that kind of me game. too but i just me I, too. That's, I mean boy that's that's take that from somebody who hasn't watched the teams a lot this year but uh you you don't you don't really have any other angles in the game the uh, both teams played really early in the week, so the travel's minimal. There isn't like a play Thursday, play Saturday angle here. Um, you know, I'd probably want to like learn a little bit more about health for both teams to make sure there wasn't something that I missed. But yeah, like that kind of a number. Uh, yeah, would probably the first meeting between the teams was a one possession game won by Kansas at the Fog. Uh, that was about two and a half weeks ago. So you know, I'm, I'm just not sure that's the difference between the teams but i think you that'll be the opener that you get that could that could actually be one like if that opens five or five and a half or something i feel like you you maybe would see kansas get bad in that kind of a situation yeah it's at the, like a i guess a pretty decent zigzag spot right kansas coming off like getting blown not blown out but i mean losing but pretty comfortably at home to byu and baylor almost beats houston and then like thumps tcu on the road here and uh and it's gonna be a big number oh, one, uh, one other thing in that game because I, I did remember seeing this so and I, Tyler would know more about this. Like Kevin McCullough is one of Kansas's best players. He missed the game against BYU. Jay Billis brought this up yesterday. Yeah, and like he, I, I thought there was like a story that like going into the BYU game, there was like a chance he was going to play, and then he didn't play. And so obviously, like his potential return in that game, and it, you know, it could end up being that he's out for much longer. But I remember seeing that kind of an update where I was like. Oh, like that could end up disrupting that market a little bit. Obviously, like a really important player for them, but he didn't play against BYU. Like, obviously, if he played, you would you would probably see some kind of like a small market correction because he's because he's pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to see. Do we have? Oh, so we have a an update on McCuller from Bill Self in inside of an hour. I think he's okay. doing better. I don't know when he'll play next, but I think he's doing better. Hopefully, we can get him back out there. There's a chance he'll play at Baylor if he can practice full speed tomorrow. Uh, okay, go. so still like. So we don't know. Basically, it's, right, right. it's like Joel Embiid. It's like it, it is first update in more than two months. Joel Embiid tells us there's no timetable for his return. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, thanks. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, thanks a lot. And, and to be fair, and to be fair, it's Thursday, and we're talking about games for Saturday. So those are some of the Saturday spots. So that's the one I'm most iffy on. Marquette, if I feel really good about Colick's health, Tennessee against Bama, and Oklahoma against Houston will be plays for yours truly coming up on Saturday. All right, you better you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Thursday. Let's don the uh, the old bucket hats here, and let's talk some 
NFL win totals for the coming season. Uh, we continue here, Ken, in the American Football Conference. And there are no markets right now, but they'll be open within the next couple of months. And this is to you know get you, our listener and viewer, up to speed on like what these markets are going to be. So you can start thinking in your head, hey, this is what I want to do if the number opens this. I'd like to bet over or under or, or pass if you think the number is just right. So yesterday, we rolled through three of the teams in the AFC North. We did not get to, though, the Cleveland Browns. Off of a playoff appearance this past year, despite starting five quarterbacks over the balance of the season, enough to get Kevin Stefanski Coach of the Year, Joe Flacco Comeback Player of the Year, and Miles Garrett Defensive Player of the Year. So Deshaun Watson is hurt. Um, you know, about halfway through the season. Watson's going to start throwing next month for the Browns. He is on track to obviously be ready for training camp and for week number one. Now, the Browns did lose Bill Callahan, like one of the best offensive line coaches of all time. He will join his son, Brian Callahan, on the staff in Tennessee with the Titans. And I, I kind of think, just like my opinion as like a football observer, I, if you like Cleveland this year, you want to like Cleveland. And I know, Ken, that you made a Super Bowl bet on the Browns. They they got to upgrade the weaponry for Watson. Like Amari Cooper's awesome. David Njoku's great. You got to have like a really good secondary pass catcher, a wide receiver at least, opposite Amari Cooper. They don't have one right now. And we'll see what they do with Nick Chubb coming off the devastating injury. Are they going to bring Nick Chubb back to Cleveland this season? So roll us through the Browns' schedule here, uh, what we're looking at, and then let's uh, let's guess a win total for this team. Yeah, sure. And we look, we did the other teams in the division already. Uh, this is the toughest division in the NFL. It has the highest average rating, almost certainly, of the four teams because there isn't a really bad team. Like you would say, like, well, Pittsburgh is the fourth best team. Great. Pittsburgh made the playoffs last year with a backup quarterback. So just like they're going to be better. And the other three teams will be better too. Watson will ideally play more. Burrow will almost certainly play more games, even if he doesn't play the whole season. Uh, Baltimore maybe doesn't have quite as good a health because they had great health this year, but like they'll be really good too. So that's kind of what you're what you're up against here. And you know the Browns in another division might be the favorite to win the division. In this division, they're third, and they're third by a lot. Uh, with Cincinnati and Baltimore both more likely to make it. Uh, the Browns particulars last year, and as I'm reading these, just remember a couple things. One. Uh, Watson didn't play very many games. Um, and when he, he played a couple games in like where he was playing with an injury, which you obviously, if you're a Browns fan, you wouldn't want to happen again. You would want him to be fully healthy as much as possible. The team also had, uh, among the worst injury luck at all positions that any team had last year, games missed games missed by prominent players, their offensive line, which is like one of the absolute strengths of the team. One of the best offensive lines in football. Uh, they were on like tackle number five by the end of the season, like a, almost like a, an impossibly bad run of, of luck in terms of tackles on their offensive line, uh, where typically they're really, really, really good in that area. Usually they run the ball really well, protect the passer really well. So as I do these particulars, remember like they didn't have any of that. Like they had none of it for the whole year. They didn't even have any of it for two-thirds of the year. Uh, they won 11 games last year with a Pythagorean expectation, the points they score and allow, of 9.5. So they played like a 9.5 win team and won 11. So they kind of outperformed expectation. Usually that's performance in close games. Um, and when you get beat, do you get blown out? This was a team that started Dorian Thompson-Robinson against the Ravens and got run off the field. So that's obviously going to contribute partly to the points for and allowed. Like, do you even dock them for something like that? I think the, the thing to consider there is, this is a team that even that won an above average number of games, like one over 500 and performed like an over 500 team, despite everything I just said. So what happens when it's not that, I guess would be my question. What happens when it's way better, when it's way rosier, when the health outlook is much better? Statistically, uh, they were a terrible offense last year because, you know, all the quarterbacks that played. <laughs> here's, here's Jeff Driscoll in week 18. They were 28th in DVOA on offense. But they were second on defense, and a lot of those defensive players are going to be back this year. Uh, obviously, um, 
Schwartz won the assistant coach of the year, coordinator of the year, or whatever that was at NFL honors. That was the fourth award that they got uh, schedule wise. They draw the NFC East and the AFC West. This is the same as the rest of their division. The game's unique to them in their own division. They will play Jacksonville, Miami, and the Saints, which is a pretty tough draw for a team that like didn't win their own division. Uh, those are yeah. three games that are, there's no auto wins there. Again, just to compare this to Cincinnati that we did yesterday, one of the reasons Cincinnati's price is going to be really low to win their division. So Cleveland gets Jacksonville, Miami, and New Orleans. Cincinnati gets Tennessee, New England, and Carolina basically the three worst teams in the league, they get all of them and nobody else gets them. That's a huge advantage for Cincinnati that Cleveland doesn't have. It's one of the reasons why the price is different. Um, so those are kind of all of their particulars. Uh, I just think the upside for this team, if they can do this when no one plays and the coaches stay the same and the quarterback still has some theoretical upside, what, what do they do when people play three quarters of the season, 80% of the season, more than that? Uh, I think there's a chance they can be the one seed next year and win the most games. All right, we'll talk about this more on the other side. We'll guess the win total for the Cleveland Browns, and if the strategy is like to bet Cleveland to go over the win total, or like Ken just said, bet them to be the one seed. Bet them to be the Super Bowl with extreme outcomes potentially in play. We'll also get to the Jacksonville Jaguars as well to wrap up our number three. Nick and Ken, you better you bet on this Thursday. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.